0: Hi, everyone, welcome back to Medical Musings with Sam. The other morning, I was musing about my future while waiting for the morning fog to lift. I'm not talking about the weather though, it was the most glorious day outside. I was sitting in my favourite chair in the lounge room doing what I love most I was writing. I really felt I needed to make an effort to get out of my armchair, grab my crutches, grab my phone, grab my coffee, and go outside. And then I kind of went, hmm, can't quite achieve that. Not with broken bones and my early morning pain levels. It's an absolute miracle I even make it to the chair and get a coffee. So I was just grateful, as I said, that I made it to that chair, had coffee in hand, and I was celebrating that achievement and riding as a way to try and manage my pain because it's a good distraction. So there's always reality versus dreams, isn't there? Every morning, I have a list of I should do this or I should do that buzzing around in my head. In my mind's eye, I run around the house with the energy of two or three people achieving just so much. And then, of course, I try to get out of bed. I try to stand up and reality sets in. And all those wonderful tasks running around in my head that are all achieved are suddenly insurmountable. However, I do amaze myself that I do achieve so much every day. I do it in small bites, I do it by pacing, so I might not be able to do everything that I want to do in an hour, but with careful planning and pacing, it is actually possible to get through a realistic daily to-do list. That list needs to be so much shorter than it used to be though, but to have a sense of achievement at the end of the day is honestly just so important when you're living with a chronic disease. But let's deal with this fog first and what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a fog that is created because of morning medication. My pills are absolutely necessary to get my body moving at some point in the day. And when I say moving, if you saw me, (laughs) you would probably debate that, but it's moving for me. And also they are important because of my autoimmune diseases. So, you know, they have to um, manage those as well. So their aim is to slow the permanent disabling joint damage from rheumatoid arthritis and to manage the unrelenting pain from my rare bone disease. None of my medication will cure my bone disease. There is no cure and there is no treatment. So for that, and and that's really where most of my pain lies, that is just medication to try and help me manage the pain. But the pain medication, or all of the medication really, renders me almost useless for the first few hours of my morning. I feel like I just need to constantly shake my head to get it working. It's just so foggy. So are the pills worth it? Is the medication worth it? Well, you know, I ask that question over and over. But I know they are keeping my rheumatoid arthritis symptoms mostly under control. And without the painkillers for, you know, the the broken bones in my body and and my unstable spine and um, just the overarching disability that comes with the pain. I don't know what I'd do. So I sat there in my chair for a while longer with my musings. And they were important musings. It was an important morning. I was kind of at a, a, a cornerstone, I guess, and um, wondering what I was going to do in terms of my blog, my writing. And there were a couple of other things that I was considering. I hadn't yet started podcasting. In fact, I hadn't even considered it until that morning so I knew that eventually the fog would lift just enough for my body to move a little more freely and I would feel more connected to the day it's such a beautiful feeling when that happens but in the meantime you know it even with a foggy brain and and a lot of pain if I sit in a comfortable chair and just stay calm it does allow me time to start to think and that actually helps to clear that fog as well as does copious amounts of coffee and tea so I sat there musing about my future, and then I decided, well, I wasn't having a great day, so I was going to have a reflective kind of day anyway, which I did, and I was really grateful that I did. I had been so busy up to that point um, because I had decided to try a new venture at that point, and it wasn't podcasting, it was vlogging I'd been testing the waters to see if it was an avenue that I could realistically commit to. But there were quite a few factors that I needed to consider. I needed to work out could I physically sustain a vlogging activity? Did I even have an audience? Did I have a good enough content? How often should I vlog if I was going to? Did I have the necessary equipment? Could I afford to upgrade my equipment? How would this affect my writing and my blogging commitments? Did I want to go on YouTube? you know, all of these things I needed to consider. So as as I considered each of those questions, I thought about what I had been doing. So that previous fortnight, I had started vlogging. I had just been using my phone um, to record videos and I had set up a YouTube channel, but not publicly. I, I'd kept it very private just to kind of see what it was like to load it up and that kind of thing. But what I wanted to do was record a week in the life of Sam for my um, forum members as a way to bring a more personal connection to the online support group. So I did that, but what I realised as I was sitting there musing two weeks after doing all of that was that I'd spent so many hours filming and editing, and really, I'd only probably connected with a handful of people perhaps, maybe a bit more. But, I mean, I have 1,700 members plus on the forum. But from what I could gather um, in terms of comments, I guess, and likes, and it doesn't mean people were other people were watching, but it just was still not a huge um, amount of people from within the group. So I poured my all into it and, honestly, I was left with nothing to give. It was a lot of fun. Um and I really shared a lot of personal things, which I felt very comfortable doing with my forum members. So it's probably why I didn't launch it further, but but I I really wanted to do that with, with my group. But I did compromise my health as a result, and I was just exhausted, beyond exhausted, despite enjoying the whole process. So I really loved doing it. Um, And to say that I was not disappointed that I couldn't continue wouldn't be honest because it was something that I would have liked to have been able to pursue and perhaps do better but as I said my whole aim was to use the vlogs to create a deeper personal connection with members on my online support forum and I wasn't 100% sure that I had been able to achieve that The reality is most of my forum members are so chronically ill and so busy with their own lives while trying to manage their chronic illness that watching vlogs doesn't really connect with their needs. What connects with their needs are the general chats via posts, just small snippets that they can read at their leisure. Um, We run segments on the forum uh, that create uh, a community culture and lots of fun and sharing of of hobbies and ideas and um, all kinds of things. And they're the things that the members really connect with. So sometimes we have good ideas, don't we, which turn out to be not so great after all. And sometimes the timing just isn't right. Sometimes it's a case of testing something out feeling content to know that you have at least tried. And that's where I am at with vlogging. So that door, as far as I'm concerned, is shut. It's just too hard. So it, hard in the sense of it's, it's not hard to do. And if I was healthy, I would love it. But in terms of trying to do that kind of um, activity with the restraints of my body, um, is just too much. And to be honest, the only reason I was able to do those two weeks is because I was on such a high dose of prednisone, which I can't sustain. Um, I was in a much better physical position than I currently am and will will, will you know, always be. So um, I'm never going to be able to sustain that level of prednisone. It's just not what, what I'm meant to do. So, At this stage, (laughs) all I was able to come up with was, I guess, the unknown. I was still at that musing point, thinking, "Well, what am I going to do? I feel like there's something more I should be doing, something more that I can do to connect with a wider audience in terms of sharing my story and my learnings. It's what I do, as I've said in previous um, podcast episodes. You know, I'm a leader. I'm a coach. I I care about people, it's what I do, it's part of my DNA. And not to do those things um, means that I'm not connecting with society in the way that I need to as well and want to. So it's important for me to think about how I can do that in a way that fulfils me but in a way that is also meaningful to others. And that's where my thought process started to go down the path of podcasting. But at that point, it was the unknown, the known, and the maybe. (laughs) So a diagnosis of chronic disease brings constant change. You know, we can fight it or we can work to build a new version of ourselves. And that new version can be different but can be so beautiful. Every day, I still say goodbye to more of the old and I'm learning to embrace more of the new. Look, I'm not going to pretend it's easy because it's not. It's an ongoing process, but it's a much easier process when, as I've said before, acceptance replaces fighting. It's so important to accept that some goals will fail. Do you know what? It's okay to fail. It's okay not to succeed. It's okay to try. It's okay to dip our toes into a new venture and see what happens, especially when working on living the best life possible with chronic illness denial of failures isn't going to be helpful long term it's at the point of acceptance that something new can emerge just like that butterfly comes from the cocoon we can be that butterfly we can emerge into something beautiful we can fly again so will i vlog again maybe no probably not (laughs) i no (laughs) i think the answer to that is definitely no I need time I needed time to decide if my voice is best in the written form or is there is was there another way of was there another way of vlogging even? You know that that's where my thoughts were. So I thought, well I need to rethink this strategy and give myself more creative freedom Which really gave me something to muse about in a big way. <laughs> so um, from there It was really kind of, I guess, simple, (laughs) if that's the right way of, of, of putting it. I don't think anything's simple sometimes, but it was simple in terms of I needed to look at what the known was, what I was doing and what was working, what I wanted to continue. I want to continue to administer medical musings with friends, my online support forum, top of my list. Love it. Love my people, love my moderators, just just love the whole concept of what we're doing in creating this amazing community of support and genuine care. I want to continue to blog. I love writing. It's just how I express myself and it is another way that I have really been able to connect to the wider chronic illness community, often even outside of the forum, most often outside of the forum. I want to continue to write for the mighty. Um, I enjoy writing for them and I have a good relationship with them. I've been appointed as a super contributor. Um, you know, I get paid opportunities with them now. It's, and I get opportunities to um, choose what I want to write. It's just lovely. So I enjoy that. It's, it's, um, I've got to the stage now with them where it is just, as I said, a great relationship. I want to continue to volunteer online um, with Arthritis Queensland. The work I do for Arthritis Queensland is really important to me. I want to continue to look for ways to meaningfully connect with chronic illness sufferers. I want to ensure my relaxation time is increased because that is super important and I've really been failing on that. I want to ensure I spend more quality time with my husband. I want to try and get out of the house once a week, even for a 15-minute country car drive with my hubby. You know, that's important and I'm not doing enough of that. I'm, I'm getting caught up with um, a lot of those other activities I've just spoken about. So I need to work out ways to pace those better. And then I thought in my musing moment that there was another thing that might be worth thinking about and that was podcasting. And I thought, well, you know, I don't need any special equipment for that. I really just need my voice. I don't need to look presentable, which is really important because I can not always, you know, um, be able to do what I want to do when I have the energy. And sometimes when I have the energy, it might be when I first, um, you know, go and, and, and lie down for my morning rest, which is actually what I'm doing now. So I'm lying on the bed and... I'm podcasting because it's something I can do. It's a great use of my time. I am resting my body but I'm enjoying being able to talk to you all and I'm enjoying knowing that I'm achieving something at this precise moment. So you know even before I'd started podcasting I, I in this musing moment, I realized that was something that I could achieve. I could record at night lying on the bed. I could record whenever. I could keep them short. I can do keep them long. <laughs> um, I can trial it without exhausting myself. So that gave me food for thought, and I really, really felt that spark of hope, excitement, and promise. But I also realized that I needed to do some work on recovery, and I came up with these three hours of. I needed to refuel, I needed to reassess, I needed to revise my priorities. So recover, reassess and revise. And then I thought, well, you know what, there's actually a fourth R, which is return. Return with new purpose and vision. So vlogging hadn't worked. I was absolutely exhausted. So I was taking time to recover, reassess revise and return. And do you know what? A week later, I returned. I took that leap of faith and I started this podcast. And I can't believe I'm on episode five and I've recorded, I don't know, something like 25, um, sorry, series five, and I've recorded something like 25 or 26 episodes. Um, That's just so typical of me. When I decide to do something, I, I really, really do it. But it is easy and it is something that I just love and it just feels right. And my listeners, you know, are are building. Um, The feedback has been encouraging so far and I'd certainly love more feedback. If there's other things that the listeners would like to hear or would like me to improve on, please let me know. You know, I, I want this to be for you. It's not, you know, while I'm enjoying it and while it's something that helps me express myself and helps me with pain management and helps me reignite my writing because pretty much I'm sharing a lot of what I'm writing I'm sharing on on this podcast in audible form um it's just so it's an extension of my blog it's just yeah I, I want it to be for you though so I want you to tell me what you think I really really appreciate feedback and you know if reading is difficult for um people on my forum or people who who do follow my blog and watching videos too tiring, you know, I really hope that the podcast will be just another tool in the My Medical Musings brand that, you know, just gives you something in your chronic illness toolkit to help you live your best life possible. I really hope that. So my story is the first episode on medical musings with sam podcast and you know i'd encourage you to have a little listen to that if you haven't already give you an idea of 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 who i am and what's going on with my health um and then there's a whole heap of other episodes uh, as well and i've just started the interview series so please check out my first interview with uh, nick watson who is my one of my moderators on um medical musings with friends, my online support forum. She's a dear friend. We've um we connected about five years ago, as you'll hear in the interview with Nick, when um we were both on another another online support forum and I invited her to join me in helping me um Set up medical musings with friends and and she's been with me from the beginning with that which has been fantastic and she's such a caring person she has lupus and she has rheumatoid arthritis and um, her story is well worth listening to she's um she's quite an an inspiration and we had there's lots of laughter so I hope you can hear what we're saying through the laughter but um that's pretty typical for Nick and I when we get together there's always lots of laughter um despite the pain despite the chronic illness. So there you go. that's my musings with um, with the morning fog <laughs> and it's amazing what you can come up with despite having a foggy brain despite feeling in so much pain and and wondering what the future holds and out of all of that, out of that that turning point, that crossroads, that trying something that didn't work and feeling a little like a failure, um, out of it came the podcast and this feels right, this has flowed, this has come together and I'm very excited about even future interviews. I have two more lined up um, and I'll do that. They're a little bit more work for me so I won't be doing a lot of the interviews but I will um, be doing them, you know, spasmodically I guess um, so yeah so stay tuned there is another will be another one next week and there'll be another one the week after with two very special people uh, special to me but they have incredibly special stories which I think you will um, really find quite inspiring and you know so well worth listening so i want to thank you all for joining me on medical um, musings with sam and for supporting me over these last three weeks as i've been launching this and recording the episodes it's been um really beyond my wildest dreams in terms of how it's all come together and you know I'm never going to probably be some great huge podcaster and that's not what I'm wanting to be if I can just help one or two people I will be absolutely thrilled it's about it's about personal connection for me it's about it's never been about numbers it's never been about being um what do they call it nowadays a, a social influ- influencer um It's not about that. It's about connecting with people who have real needs, who are hurting, who are feeling pain, who are living with chronic diseases that are just horrific, who feel like nobody understands them. I understand you. I hear you. I know what you're going through and I want to be by your side. I really do. And this is the best way for me to do that. It's probably the only way for me to do that. As I've said before, I have to live a reclusive life in my home because I generally can't, can't do much at all. So this is the only way I can stand with you and I will stand with you because you matter. You matter. And it's I, th- I just feel like to a large degree people with chronic illness, chronic disease, chronic pain can just get lost and get forgotten And they shouldn't because they are people with previous lives. They are people with amazing talents. They are people with dreams and they are people who deserve to be heard, who deserve to be cared for and who deserve to have a light shined on them to say this person matters. So thank you again for listening. And I hope if you're feeling a little foggy and you're feeling like, It's hard to think ahead that, you know, maybe just have a think about my my R's, (laughs) take time to refuel, take time to reassess, take time to revise your priorities and then return with new purpose and vision. I'll talk to you again very soon. Thanks for listening and take care. Bye.